Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of Morning Skate, episode 146. We're doing a Sunday matinee game. Uh, you got Ked here, as usual. Um, I'm joined by my fellow morning skaters, dude. Hal, how's everything going? It's alright, dude. It feels good to be back. I, I think it's been a couple of weeks. Had to update the software. Haven't done too much work. I think, honestly, this is a good podcast. It's going to be an upbeat podcast, hopefully, um, because... NHL, it looks like it's going to be back. Like, we finally have the news we were looking for. Everything's super far out, and there's a ton of shit to get into, I guess. That's not all for certain, but I'm pumped, right? Like, optimism's high in the hockey world. I love being optimistic, dude. And I think you nailed it. Hockey's going to end up coming back. Like, <clears throat> I don't think I'm quite there yet just because I haven't seen anybody on the ice. But as soon as I start seeing people on the ice, like, I think it's going to take away. BizDev's also here. BizDev, how's it going? How you doing? Nice to be here. Matt and I, I love it. Um, yeah, filled with positivity as well. We got some new blood on the team, new bloggers. Everybody, I think three blogs went out today. We're, the, the boys are moving. Everybody's going good. Um, and we're ready to rock. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on this Matt and I Sunday. Attaway, BizDev. Uh, what, an, what an introduction. I loved every second of it. Again, optimism, positivity. A plus. Um, we have some stuff to kind of go into, NHL stuff. I mean, it's kind of hard because NHL is not happening, but we do have a few stories. We have a couple beer league things. Our hero zeros, three stars. So let's just hop into it. Here we go. NHL in the news. Whoa! I'm not sure how I got here, but this is a really cool podcast. Well. While I'm here, I guess I'll introduce myself. I am the Incredible Jeff, the host of Fueled by Deathcast, the weekly podcast from the Deathwish Coffee Company. Each week, I get to talk with a special guest from rock stars to astronauts about what they do and what fuels their passion, because we're all fueled by death. We want to leave this world a little different before we inevitably leave it for good. Follow Fueled by Deathcast on all social media and subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, or the Deathwish Coffee Company YouTube page. But for now, let's finish this awesome podcast. Okay, now we're back. Um, Hal did a great job putting together this doc today. I was on my way to Chipotle. He's like, Ked, don't even worry about this, dude. I got it. Hal went in. You know Hal does the doc because it's always caps locked. Always. So appreciate that. It's like you're screaming from the clouds. <laughs> Your first story you put down in here. NHL hockey's back, and then immediately – what, what? I just had to say kind of, dude. Like, I just read that. I was like, damn, like, I was acting like hockey was going to start tomorrow. But, yeah, continue. I'm sorry. I love it, though. Uh, and you, the first thing you put on here, which cities do you think will be the hubs, dude? Also, I love just calling it a hub. What does hub stand for? I don't know. Hub feels like a video game term, like right? a Call of Duty thing, like meet me at the hub. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm, like I'm about the word hub as well. Or it's We're fucking hub life, dude, so – you put down some uh, potential things. Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, Las Vegas, L.A., Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Vancouver. Um, I don't know. Where, where, do you, where do you think this is going to end up happening? I, I refuse to believe that one of the hubs is going to be in Canada just because I think Canada has different restrictions about this COVID stuff as, as the United States does. Vancouver had already been talking about, like, moving their camp to Seattle just so that they can practice and, like, do stuff. Um, I don't know. I honestly have no idea. I, 
I think if they were smart, they would just kind of put it in a city that nobody really thinks about hockey-wise and then just kind of run it from there. Because the moment you put it in a city where a team's already there, I mean, I don't know. What, what do you have on that? Like, you can't, you can't put the hub in Pittsburgh. Yeah, so that's my whole thing on it. So most of these teams are playoffs team, teams, but I think it's an unfair advantage for guys to be sitting at home while the rest of their teams at like a Marriott – the other teams are at a Marriott Renaissance. Yeah. I feel like if you're a good team, you should not be a hub team. That being said, pretty much all these teams are playoffs teams. Names that stick out to me, the Hurricanes, like are the Hurricanes going to do anything? We know they won't. Maybe they uh, would be a good hub team, right? Like, Ked, would you would you care? That's the one thing. The Rangers are playing the Hurricanes. Would, 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 care? would love nothing more to take three out of five games on Carolina ice. That would be unbelievable. And then just watch them just fucking storm surge right over them. That'd be great. Yeah, and then I think even – when you look at, like, the West Coast teams, the one issue I think they're going to have is they probably want it to be Pacific time, like a later a later start game. But I think Chicago's a good fit. Like, they're not going to win the Stanley Cup. Um, it's kind of a nice city. I don't know what's going on, obviously, with, like, COVID and all of that. But uh, beautiful weather. Like, the lake warms up. Like, that's a summer hotspot. I think I'm – West. I would almost choose Vegas, dude. Just to bring a little bit more hockey to Vegas, right? It's, it's kind of the new expansion team a couple of years ago at least um hockey's already kind of big there but if you put the hub there hopefully more and more people will start watching hockey there i mean i i don't know i don't know do you have anything on this yeah i mean my first take on it i was i forget who i was talking to but we kind of said the same thing as you initially like i can't imagine this being in canada um due to all the regulations and moving american teams up there but then but then we were like, but if there's any country to bend on this, it's Canada. I mean, it's, it is hockey. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I think Toronto would be pretty sick. Um, one of the things that stood out is it's not like they're only going to be playing in that Maple Leafs arena. It's like how many other, you know, community rinks are there and stuff like that. So, I think Minneapolis, Toronto, I'm sure would be great for that. But, um, yeah. I don't know. How is, how is Buffalo not being considered? That'd be a great hub. Yeah, smaller city. That's kind of – I mean, it's a hockey town. Obviously, that doesn't matter because you're not selling tickets. But I agree. Buffalo would be a good city. I actually think now that you said that, Columbus isn't, like, the worst idea either. They're kind of like Buffalo. Like, it's small. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just Columbus. Like, obviously, players would probably want to live somewhere else. But at the end of the day, it's the summer. It's the one time of year it's okay to be fucking anywhere. Yeah. No, 100%. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens when it gets closer to the thing. I wouldn't be shocked if one of them wound up in Toronto and people were just really pissed about it. I think that'd be kind of funny. Um, The Hurricanes and the Bolts both didn't like the proposal. This is classic Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, All they want is fun, but when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, they can't handle it. They immediately start pointing fingers like this isn't fair. Um, Newsflash, you were only three points up on the Rangers with 13 games remaining. So it's not like you're really blowing them out of the water. Uh, when this was all being talked about, they just kept saying, we, we don't feel like this is fair. And you want to know what? I wouldn't want to play a team that swept you this season. I wouldn't want to play a team where they have players that will chirp the shit out of you for acting like an idiot, which Lemieux and, and D'Angelo fully will do. Um, you know, it's sad. It's really sad because, you know, they do have some fans there that are just there for the fun. But, again, life's not always about fun, dude. It's about winning. It's about championships. If you ain't first, you're last, as Ricky Bobby and anybody with a pulse. Um, I mean, it's sad. 
it's really sad. That's what I have on this. What do you have on this, Hal? Yeah, I'll just I'll just get into the other team, dude. I think Tampa's a little more disgusting in my eyes, personally. Like, you guys have a top-four spot. Like, you're not fighting to stay into the playoffs. Like, what the hell are you complaining about? If anything, and I can just kind of tie in what I was going to talk about the other thing, Don Cherry came out said the Bruins getting screwed, right, because they finished in first place and now they have to fight for first place again. I don't really know if it's, if it's getting screwed because it's just like the Hurricanes. At the end of the day, the regular season didn't end, and you have to earn it, right? talking about that on this podcast it's earned not given um so both teams have to earn it so I'm not going to say the Bruins are screwed but I think they have a worse deal than the Lightning and for the Lightning to be complaining it's like what do you guys want I think this is like the classic case of like the Lightning thought that they should get special treatment because they've been in the playoffs all these years and blown it repeatedly where you have the Bruins that are just kind of nails and they just don't really give a shit who they play I think it's it's a lot about the team like I would feel a lot more confident if I were the Bruins knowing that they didn't bitch and complain and were ready to play rather than being the Lightning who are supposed to be good but are, like, scared to death. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not our fault that Alex Kalorn was too busy making jet ski videos to get ready for this. Like, what do you guys need from us right now? It's a great situation for the Lightning. Realistically, we just talked about Hub Cities. I feel like Tampa is a very high possibility. Players will want to be there. I don't know if that's going to happen, but they're probably going to be at home, like – have a higher seed than they would have, yet they still didn't like the deal. What's the uh, what's the Tampa Bay's mascot? Not a mascot, but don't they have a dude that, like, runs around the place, like, screaming? Third leg Greg? Yeah. Do you think he'll be in the building? <laughs> yeah. Third leg Greg. And that's a real person, too, which is sad. You should look him up. He's like a radio host in Tampa. He's just obnoxious. Sounds about right. Um, Dale, anything? Yeah, I just got – just echoing you guys, uh, mindset, attitude is everything. If the Hurricanes in Tampa are going into this, like, oh, poor me, what is this? You know, it's, it's I mean, it's just what I said a couple episodes ago with uh, the BizDev Dale, uh, focus on the controllables. You just got to focus on what you can control and just move forward like the Bruins and like the Rangers, like every other team out there. Just get ready for it. Don't fucking cry about it. Dude, not only that, like, in the middle of this, I wouldn't have said anything like that on the chance that it got out to the media that I was being a giant pussy. It's just not like, a- like, like you can think it, but like in the back of your mind, you got to think, well, maybe this gets out and this is going to make my organization look like a bunch of floundering fish. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they knew that it was going to come out and they said it anyway. Um, I just think it's dumb. Like, why fight it? Like, there's so many teams. I'm sure they have specific reasons. And if we actually knew, maybe they actually – like, they made sense. But Oh, stop backpedaling, dude. These, they're scared. They are scared. And they're entitled. Oh, we're in the playoffs. We should be able to get what we want. They're scared to play teams right now. And if so, I'm a fan, that I'm freaked out. Like, I can't imagine if the Rangers were like, oh, no, we don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? What do you mean you want to do this? I think there's something, and this is probably terrible to say, but I think there's something weird about teams in the South, like Carolina, the Florida teams, Atlanta left. Like, you could say they're all kind of confusing organizations that do get like this. Like, it is – that's the thing. I did just backpedal, but super on brand for both of these Yeah, bro, they're scared to death, man. Yeah, so I don't know. Do we have anything else on the playoffs? Is there anything I didn't write you on to touch on? Um – I think that's good for right now. Once this gets closer, we talked about this before the podcast aired. Like once we finally get camps going and shit, uh, we'll we'll break down who we think is going to win each one. 
maybe um, Max Domi and Capo Caco might not be able to play because of, because of their condition with diabetes. I thought that's kind of interesting. That's kind of a chunk in the armor. But also, again, we'll, we'll talk about this. Injuries. I, in, I mean, Chris Kreider broke his leg the day after he signed a contract, and he's going to be back. So I wonder – and that's just the Rangers. Like, I know that because I watch the Rangers regularly. I would like to kind of break down each team and see, like, if any of these guys had a player that got hurt in the end of the year that was supposed to be out that's going to be coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you look at baseball, the Yankees were kind of fucked this year because Paxton got hurt. Like, pretty much everybody in their rotation got hurt. But if MLB were to start today, they'd have Paxton, Cole, Tanaka. Like, they would have, like, that shit back. So yeah. – It's a positive. Uh, I didn't even think about that. I mean, who uh, – although it was, it was really weird. They announced that they were having this, and then was it two players on the Penguins said that they, they came out and said that they couldn't play or they had surgery, like, that day? I don't know. That's fucking weird. Wouldn't you have done that, like, months ago? Yeah, you would think you would get right out in front of that. I don't know how that works either. Sometimes they make guys wait. Maybe they thought – yeah, I, that's a good point. I mean, there, was no, there was no reason for that guy not to get surgery that day because the league was not coming back after a week from then. Yeah. No, you're right. Wild, but all right. Uh, moving on. Eichel is pissed. Here, here's a little context. Buffalo Sabres captain Jack Eichel said he's fed up with the franchise's futility after the team's ninth straight season without a playoff berth, which covers the entirety of the 23-year-old star career. Listen, I'm fed up with the losing, and I'm fed up, and I'm frustrated. You know, it's definitely not an easy pill to swallow right now. It's been a tough couple of months. It's been a tough five years where, with where things have gone. Eichel said on a conference call Thursday, I'm a competitor. I want to win every time I'm on the ice. I want to win a Stanley Cup every time I start a season. I have two things about this. First thing, Buffalo fans, I would be scared. I would not want to hear this from the only person that's participated for my team for the past how many years did they just say? Five? Five years? Terrifying. On the flip side. I I guess, dude. I was – go ahead. Say your other piece. On the flip side, if if I'm a Sabre, I'm fired the fuck up, dude. Like, this guy wants to fucking win. This guy is a leader. Show the fuck up, man. If this guy's going to be doing it, like, you better bet your ass. I forget. They just – what player was it on the Sabres? Somebody on the Sabres just compared Eichel to Michael Jordan because they just had that documentary in terms of, like, how much they – how crazy they want to win and stuff like that. And then thirdly, like, this kind of just shows management is just fucked because this guy, elite talent who wants to win, how do you not put somebody capable around him? Yeah, I don't- I mean, he signed Skinner, but that guy's never made the playoffs in his entire career. He signed to a $9 million contract. How many points did he have this year? Not a lot. Fizdev, that's you. How many points did Jeff Skinner have this year? I'm shocked. He's never made the playoffs? Jeff Skinner has it, and neither is Eichel. How? what do you have on this while Fizdev looks at sub? Yeah, I think you touched on one thing that I wanted to say. is We'd always kind of question if Jack Eichel um, was, like, captain material. I did say at the All-Star game I was starting to come around because I was enjoying his haircut. Um, I think this shows leadership. This is exactly what you need out of a captain. Like, it sucks, right? This this is the exact opposite of what Ryan O'Reilly did where he lost. Exact opposite. Exactly. He, he's fucking angry. Ryan was sad. And that's the confusing part, too, is I feel like there's a lot of Buffalo Sabre fans out there that actually defend Ryan O'Reilly. And whenever I hear that, I get super confused. And if they were critical of what Eichel just said, like, they're dumb, but I don't think anyone in Buffalo can be critical. He's He rode the team, and I agree, dude. They just need more pieces. At the end of the day, though, they have him, and Darlene is a stud. Like, I know he's not that flashy yet, but I feel like he's just headman. Like, unbelievably sound, fast, gifted player, huge. He's going to be unbelievable. So you have a number one defenseman and a number one center, and now you need to figure it the fuck out. 
Um, that's all it comes down to, dude. You're right. Dale, what do you got? Uh, 59 games played. Skinner's got 14 goals and nine assists for 23 points. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and nine I don't know if he got injured. How many games did he play? 59. So he pretty much played the whole season then. I was going to say, because he usually has injury issues. If it wasn't injuries, that's weird. I don't know if Jeff Skinner's like a complacent guy. Like, I don't know if you get that vibe. Looks like Ked might. He was a figure skater. Like, I feel like if you're a, if you figure skate in the off season, um, I know it kind of sounds like a negative, but I'm going to say you probably had like crazy parents or one of those kids that like parents made you do a thousand things. So I feel like you'd be motivated. Like he wants to make mom and dad proud probably. I don't know. Or, or he just collects his paycheck and goes for a couple loops during the summer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Dale, uh, any updates on you figure skating or did you give up on that? I mean, there's no ice. So no, I haven't, I haven't out there okay. actually i did i did do a figure skating move yesterday on my rollerblades um but i can get in i can get into that more during beer league talk what yeah I, I did it i'll send you the video it looks it looks pretty sick i was doing um like toe wheelies on my the, the first uh blade on my rollerblade the first wheel i was like going backwards on the two of them and then i did like one of those half axle whatever i did like a 180 on my rollerblades, which is it's technically a figure skating move, but I was doing it in the spec parking lot yesterday. It's kind of cool. I'll send you a video. <laughs> Why is there a video? That's what I want to know. Is it a third party video or is it like a selfie? No, no, I was, I was pumped that uh, I figured out how to like go up on my toes on both of them at the same time, like going backwards. It kind of looks pretty cool. So I can take a video of it. I just love, I just envision some like family of five pulling into the park to go for a walk with the family and there's just some kid videotaping himself on his tippy toes on his rollerblades in the exactly. parking lot. I love it. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> this guy in a tie-dye shirt rode like in the frame. Brutal. All right. I <laughs> mean, moving on, Ken. What do we got? <laughs> Tough act to follow there. Uh, Brett Riley named the first coach of uh, Long Island University Hockey. Uh, so I actually met this kid. He coached – was it Welks? Is that what it was, Hal? I think it was Welks. Yep. Then Colgate. So I, my buddy used to play hockey at uh, Utica. So we actually went out to a game, saw this kid coach. Really, really nice guy. He, he played hockey at Academy. He coached there too. Um, and I think, I, like, it's in his bloodline. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, his grandfather or something along those lines was, like, a famous coach or something like that. I don't know. I'm really happy for him. He's like my age and he's now the head coach of a, a division. One. So good for him. I look at what he's doing compared to, you know, you know, but uh, congratulations to him. What do you have on this long Island university? Yeah. So this is something if we, we were going to do a podcast maybe last week, we didn't, I was going to bring up, this was vacant for a hot minute. Um, and I wanted to bring it up last week and basically be like, damn, like if I was an up and coming coach, I would snag this job in a minute. This kid did, like you said, he's got a pedigree. I think that's smart. Um, and I don't really know if we talked about this program coming up at all, but you guys played ACHA. Was there, uh, did they have like a Acha club team? The only Long Island team I ever remember was Long Island post. And I think they had a lacrosse team. I didn't even know Long Island university existed. Okay, so, yeah, I didn't really either, but I got to say, I think Long Island's low-key, like, a hotbed for hockey. Like, if there was a D1 team full of Long Island kids, I would be scared shitless. Uh, I don't want to, like, 
stereotype people of Long Island. Shout out Dale, significant other. But they scare me. Um, what, dude? They scare you? Long Island hockey, to me, growing up, was driving four hours down to go on the island, to go in some shithole rink, to have a bunch of kids that got out in Escalades wearing chrome cages and baggy pants just elbow you in the head five seconds after the play. That was Long Island hockey to me growing up. I don't know if people will agree with that or not. Like, I, I played in a game once, and Pat LaFontaine was in the stands, and people were, like, crying. I, it's passionate. Like, I'm not trying to really shit – on Long Island hockey, I'm kind of clowning on it a little bit. And I know, I think we have a blogger that's from Long Island too. So I apologize for that, I guess. But at the same time, dude, I just think they have an attitude. It's like Boston kids. Like you played with a bunch of Long Island, New Jersey kids. I know they're not all nails, but they definitely have like an attitude. Not one of them was nails, but yes, they do have an attitude. They have a serious attitude. I also want to ask this question because you brought it up. If you had to section off New York State, what section of New York State hockey would you not want to play because they're so nails because they're nails yeah north, uh, country. north country is probably the most nails of new york state you think okay i think without a doubt rochester rochester kids suck to play against because they are there i think rochester kids are as equal as boston kids in terms of just like being fucking scumbags on the ice i don't know i thought rochester kids were kind of similar i mean i i guess there's probably more like loose cannons out there i was gonna say like brewster like uh city kids the yeah Bulldogs. right north of the city they're like westchester like you know a couple of those kids there's yeah, that yeah. one you play i i said brewster and you played with the kid whose nickname was rooflin he was rooflin. <laughs> yeah that kid, that kid got fucked up a lot uh he was pretty talented i just i played hockey in rochester played against rochester kids and just they always bring it dude and they chirp and they play dirty but like they're the kid you want on their team yeah, but, I don't know. I guess that's fair. I don't know. I, I think we talked about on this podcast in the in the past. Like, if there was a D1 school in Buffalo, I think they would pull heavy. I think Long Island. Well, they do. They have uh, Canisius. Canisius, yeah. Yeah, I think it would still have to be, like, Buffalo, though, because, like, Canisius is still, like, a smaller school. Like, outside of, like, Buffalo and Conacher. When I would – like, Canisius used to play at Buff State's rank. Like, how D1 is that? Yeah. No, that is, that is true. You know, you know what's really sad is I don't think there's one person that would be like, you know what, Section 2, those kids. Like not one. Yeah, we're not. We're not tough, dude. Um, Fuck. We're not good for that guy, though. I don't, Dale. Do you have anything on anything we just talked about? No, I'm good. Yeah. I you mean, thanks for, thanks for coming. The one thing I would bring up is yeah, yeah. Long Island kids are are tough or dirty or nails, whatever you're saying. I mean, I couldn't disagree more. Maybe yeah. I just want to play with like elite. Well, dur- well, I I don't know. Jimmy and I played with. One guy who I'm not going to mention his name, but he straight up spit on a kid. And that was like, I mean, that's, that's fucking, you can't do that. So I know, I just want to throw this one out there and I, I could be wrong, but Apple Corps, um, they used to play in Long Beach. And I, I think I've brought this up on the podcast before, but their rink, one was on the beach and two, uh, there was a Nathan's hot dog in the rink. That was the snack bar. It was a Nathan's hot dog. I all time rink, all time snack bar. I look forward to those games more than any other. It's like, what's for dinner after the game? That's a clown question. We're going to the Nathan's. And we're going to the kitchen. Hell yeah. I think that's where Wales is from. Probably. You'll have to ask him. Um, but, yeah, so that was a little New York hockey talk. Uh, <laughs> and then our last one, Alabama-Huntsville. Uh, their hockey program was supposed, to be cut, uh, was supposed to be cut. If you don't know who Alabama-Huntsville is, hopefully you know Cam Talbot is. He was a goalie for the Rangers and the Oilers. I think he's with the Flames now. Where's Talbot? Is he with the Flames? Yeah. 
Um, that's where he went to play. So they were going to cut. And then there's a GoFundMe made. Uh, hockey raised half a mil after school canceled the program, and it will live on. This is kind of a cool story, right? Like, ne- I never would have ever even thought that there would be a chance they'd be able to raise money and get them back. But they did. Uh, what do you have on this? Sweet, dude, I guess. I don't know. I, I saw the GoFundMe going, and I was actually – when I clicked on it, it was at, like, 400000 I was like, damn, that was in, like, 24 hours. I think they had another $500,000 donated separately by, like, uh, rich boosters and alumni and shit like that. I love booster clubs, dude. I got to get in on a booster club at some point. Yeah, and that's what I was going to kind of say, too, is, like, we like you talk about Friday Night Lights or, like, SEC football. You talk about booster clubs, like – this is Alabama. If there's one thing Alabama knows how to do, it's booster. I know it's the wrong sport, but this is what it's all about. These people know how to raise money. When you have a good football team, that means you got some alumni, some boosters, and some sponsors coming in hot. So not surprised at all, one. Two, I wanted to ask you, um, if you're like a D1 kid, like, and you don't get offers from very good schools, like, would you be interested in Alabama Huntsville? Like, Why not? <laughs> yeah, that's what? what I'm thinking, dude. I but, think it'd be pretty cool. How far – I wonder how far – hey – Dale, how far is Alabama Huntsville from Alabama? Because, like, dude, if you could play Division One hockey and then go to Roll Tide fucking games, that'd be unbelievable. Oh, from, like, the University of Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuscaloosa. All right. I was like, it's yeah. in Alabama, bro. No, um, I'm saying, like, if you could play hockey and then just, like, go to a fucking Roll Tide game on the weekend, that'd be sick. Downside, and I don't know if they're still in the same conference. They used to be in the conference with, like, Alaska Fairbanks. So, like, oh, travel plane, plane rides from Alabama to Alaska is a tough one. Alabama. Oh, dude, look at that. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut. Keep going, dude. Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, and Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New uh, that's what I got. I got to the news. That's pretty good. You got to the end. It's better than I would do. I don't know if there were any errors in there, but if I was a listener, I'd probably, I probably would have taken the under on where you got. Yeah, New Jersey, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. I know I missed some, but those are the sections that I have parted out. So, um, yeah. So I thought that was cool program will live on do you have anything else dale yeah just uh it's the second time that they've saved the program 2011-12 season they did the same thing apparently fucking data dale hell yeah Yeah, hell yeah i'm still i'm still googling huntsville but okay probably probably a couple hours we can move on well uh yeah get get back to me um (laughs) we're gonna move on eashl this is actually pretty cool so last night dale and i played um I think it was how I think it was how significant others. Wait, why are you doing that? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Dude. Uh, it was your significant other's birthday, so you were off the grid. Uh, baseball is at the beach. Feverboy Rex was flying. DJ Zoomy's been at a bar for the last eleven days. Uh, not much going on. So Dale and I hopped on the sticks, dude. I think we went th- what four and one or three and one. Three and one. Four no, and one. Four and one. Yeah. Four and one with two rage quits in the game that we lost. We were down four one and battled back like we dominated. So uh, that was pretty cool. I think Dale has really found his game. Uh, I'm not even fucking around with you. Like sometimes we play and we win, and I'm like, God, this kid's still dog shit. But like he played a complete, complete five games yesterday. I was actually tremendously proud. He wasn't doing stupid shit. 
I was telling him to get pucks on that. He got pucks on net, dude. He got pucks deep. It, it was it was like playing with a completely different player, and I just thought that that was tremendous. And I think if he keeps working on his game in terms of like passing, because like you know when you hold down R two, you can either whip a pass or you can kind of like hit it a little bit and I'll throw sauce. Like if he can dial in on that, he's fucking right there. So Dale, I'm proud of you. Thanks, bud. I yeah, you know I appreciate the kind words, and I think it's all. I mean, honestly, for the longest time and. I just – I'm an offensive player, so I always just want the puck. So, when I have the defenseman, I'm just up ice. Like, I'm just pinching every time. And yeah. I'm just kind of – I think I was a little too mechanical with everything, with the players. And now I've just kind of – it, like, clicked for me. that It's just it's just a hockey game. Like, just be creative. Like, you know, wait a little bit longer with your player. Move, move to open space. Find the lanes. Tic-tac-toe passing. And it's just kind of all clicked. Um also, would like to add that I upgraded my TV. My old TV was was from 2005. A um, couple more, a couple more inches, new high def TV. So, I would say that that's played a part in it too. And it's it's uh it's all it's all gravy here. I mean, that's that's awesome. And I think we're just gonna kind of keep keep on with the or with our video game talk. Uh, I feel like we've kind of given up on the EASHL. I'm kind of over it. Like, it was fun for a little bit, but now it's – I don't know. I just – I hate playing against – I don't know. Uh, so, we've been playing a lot of online versus, and Hal and I have been just trying to find shitty teams to beat people with, and we've gone on quite the run with the Senators. So, if you want to talk about the Ottawa Senators and online versus, Hal, take it away. No, dude, I don't I don't have too much on it. I just wanted to, to shout it out. We ended up moving on from the Senators, but I think we probably went on, like, a five-game run with them. I think, it, I think it's funny to play with the Sens because every game you're playing, like – the Penguins, the Lightning, like all of the big teams. And then when you show up with the Sens, I think it sets the tone for the game. Uh, yeah. The only issue downside with the Sens would be their team speed it is lacking. But compared to other teams, there's always a guy on the ice that's willing to fight. Um, and you just dump the puck in and you uh, get it deep. Puck's on net. Puck's on fucking net, dude. And that's the thing. Like when we play with the Senators, we literally play like a complete hockey game. Get the red line, get the puck deep, change it. Hard on the forecheck. Everybody's back. Always shaking the mitts at face-offs, dude. Like, the Ottawa Senators are a tough team to beat in NHL. So. Yeah, and I throw in there, too, I think we have a pretty good uh, feel for the roster. We made a couple big moves. I think Borwecki gets more time. Ryan Callahan's in the lineup. Gabrick's uh, third-pairing defenseman. Gabrick's on D. So, I mean, it looks good, dude. Um, yeah, shout-out Suns. Shout out, Sens. Oh, really quick. This is just random hockey talk, not to go back. I saw an article, which is crazy. The Sens have a chance of, like, getting the first and second pick in this draft because they have – I'd be sure if that happened. Yeah, and so they would get Lafreniere and Byfield. Dude, yeah. Well, everybody loves this Byfield kid, and he barely even played in the World Juniors. Yeah, I guess, dude, but a lot of 17-year-olds don't play that much in the World Juniors. You know what I mean? I guess, I mean, Kako did play last year, and so did Hughes. So. Lafreniere played last year. He was disgusting. Yeah, that's Barry a good point. played the year before that. I think Quinton Byfield had, like, three shifts. I think he's huge, though. I think he's one of those kids that's just going to be, like, a monster. Dude, I want that defenseman from Team Canada, the Drysdale or whatever. Kind of yeah. sounds like Clydesdale. I fucking love that, dude. Put that on a shirt. I'm a huge Clydesdale guy. <laughs> Aren't those aren't Clydesdales the fucking uh, like cop the horses and like Budweiser horses, dude? Yeah, it's a great horse, right, dude? And he's a defenseman, so like, I would love a Clydesdale on D for my team, dude. <laughs> yeah, Dale, what do you have on Clydesdales? 
love Clydesdales, dude. Actually, uh, you know, here in Saratoga Springs, we got a lot of a lot of Clydesdales. I love kind of going on a Sunday drive, seeing the horses over at Fitch Road. Clydesdales. <laughs> Shout out the horses on Fitch Road, dude. Which one is that? Is that uh? Fitch Road. We don't have to talk about yeah, that. Yeah. That's bad for the podcast. Yeah, it's over by the lake. Okay. All right. Uh, Rangers Bruins <laughs> talk. I'll just talk about this really quick. Tony D'Angelo is coming out with a podcast. Uh, and then Brendan Lemieux tried promoting it by saying it's not going to be politically correct. A lot of people got really pissed off because of the current times that we're in. I think they were a bit tone deaf to announce that there, but I still fully am on the boy side. Love Lemmy, love D'Angelo. Um, that's about all I have there. And just people get mad. So I, I think that's all I'm going to say. So I, I don't get in trouble. Yeah, I mean, I'll just – I mean, I'll get into this. Um, are you scared? D'Angelo's going to Hollywood, dude? Um, you know, not going to Tony D'Angelo, man. I wouldn't expect anything else from a guy named Anthony D'Angelo. It's Tony he's D, a, dude. He's fucking Tony D. Growing up, people call him Tony D. He had a gold chain on his neck since probably since he was like three years old. Guy Tony. has a big season. Now he's got a podcast. Next thing you know, he's going to have a TV show like PK. No. Uh, no, no. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Sounds like he's got a lot of things to do other than win a Stanley Cup for the New York Rangers. Who knows? I mean, I, th- <laughs> I think this just kind of goes back to who really wears 77 with, with pride and honor nowadays. So uh, Yeah, I, dude, I'm telling you, the guy who doesn't have the podcast is the guy who wears a pride and honor. I, I actually really don't care. I just feel like giving you a hard time on this. That's- I respect that, dude. What do you have for uh, Pasternak and, and the Bees? Oh, also, the Rangers waved Sean Day. Uh, if you guys remember, well, he's one of the guys that was granted exceptional status, I think, into the OHL. So it was like Crosby, McDavid, Aaron Eckblad, and Sean Day. <laughs> Didn't work. All right. Didn't – I remember you guys drafted them, what, in like the third round or was it later? Third round, yeah. Did you – like, was there part of you that hoped, like, maybe it would work out or did you yeah. just – I was so optimistic when we got him. I was like, holy shit. Like, maybe he just went through a couple rough years. And, like, I saw him play a lot this year because uh, he was in the coast. And he can – I mean, dude, he was always the best skater on the ice. It was just, like, effortless. But I just don't think his compete level is where it needs to be. So, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I don't have much on Posknock. I just wanted to shout him out just because uh, I guess technically he won the Rocket with Alex Ovechkin. Just a huge season, dude. I don't know. One's shy of 50 and having the Rocket all by himself, which sucks. There's a video that came out. It was like one of the last three games of the year. He had an empty net and he passed it to Marshan to score. If he just put it in, uh, he would have won the Rockets. So, I mean, I don't know. Just a great year. I'm happy that he still won it, though. Like, at the end of the day, like, he still has the award. I know it's tied, I guess, but. Yeah, did he really win it? I mean, did Mika did Mika tie? What? Did Mika Zibanejev tie or what? I feel like everyone was – weren't you pretty heavy on the Mika was going to win the Rocket at one point? I mean, after that, like, big game, dude, I feel like a lot of Rangers fans were acting like he was kind of – No, I don't think so because he was hurt for quite a bit of the year. I think if he was healthy the whole year, he, he would have had a shot. But, like, you know, how, I'm, happy for, I'm happy for you and Pasternak to get to share the title. I think that's pretty cool. Um, and go Bruins. And, you know. If there's one thing I know, it's that, the New, it's that the New York Rangers would have a banner up for it in, like, two weeks. How do you how do you think that works? Do you think Pasternak takes it one week and then Ovechkin takes it the next week, or? Well, I mean, it's a trophy that they make many of, so they would probably just. So you make get two it. trophies. Does it? Do you think it says co-champion on it? Right. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's like division winner, 
2013. <laughs> Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. No, that is, I mean, dude, what a draft pick for the Bruins. Like, yeah. The Bruins, if you look at, like, the rosters in the NHL, it's hard to say that the Bruins don't have the best drafting when you look at Marshan, Poshnak, and fucking Bergeron. Like, well, that, well, the thing is, is, like, they fucked up so many other drafts. So, like, 2015, they blew it with those three picks. The only guy who panned out was the Brusque, and that totally yeah, sucked. Good, but, yeah, but, yeah, that's one thing. And my other thing, too, is Poshnak was, like, 25th overall. Charlie McAvoy was, like, 15th overall. Like, they got those guys late. Like, they fucked yeah. up the early picks, but their middle picks are solid. I'd agree yeah. with that. Second round's usually all right. Marshan was a third round. Marshan and Lucic went in the same draft. I think that was Gordon. Second round Lucic, third round Marshan. Like, do you think Marshan's skills had just developed throughout the years, or he, like, always had that in him? Because he is such an elite player with the puck. It's so hard to take it away from him. Like, he uses what little size he has to, like, his advantage. Like, it's very hard to take a puck from him, and he's only, like, 5'8". Yeah, I mean, he's always had a pretty elite shot, and his puck possession is, like, that's his creme de la creme. That's why he's the player he is. And yeah. I definitely think it's gotten better. And I think that goes to him. I think if you train with, like, McKinnon and Crosby every summer, you're probably going to have better puck possession, right? I'll probably put up big numbers in my league. <laughs> yeah. Ken, how can we get you in that summer skate? Do you imagine? <laughs> I still got a year of eligibility left, too, dude. Give me one summer skate with Crosby and the boys, and I'm probably making a D3 team in the act. Ken, you should go get, like, a, a graduate degree just so you can play one more year club. Yeah. Go to go to Willie P, dude. Beat Santa in the finals. That'd be That's what it's all about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was our Rangers Bruins, and then we just have a little beer league roundup. Dale, it's time to confront the haters, dude. Yeah, so this one, I'm uh, yeah, I, I got a little worked up about this midweek. I don't want to spend too much time on it because, like we said at the beginning of the week, this is a positive Sunday podcast. Things with the morning skate, we uh, we like to bring positivity, so to bring attention to this negative comments on our Instagram page I don't really love to do however I think it needs to be addressed long story short Jimmy and I got some sticks from Elevate Hockey we did a um in the hopes to I'm gonna cut you off right there Hal you also have a stick coming good to hear dude good to hear I had my doubts I had my doubts Dale was taking shots with his stick um and he just said him and Ked it's sometimes I feel like chopped liver but thank you Ked for sticking up for the little guy in the room what I do all right. so, 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 so the team got some sticks from Elevate Hockey. We were excited to try them out. Um, I was so excited that I just decided to shoot up against my dad's warehouse uh, on the office side. Anyway, long story short, I posted this kind of impromptu minute and a half video review. You can check it out on our Instagram. Thought it went great. Love the stick. You know, I was really happy with it. Elevate Hockey was happy with it. And then this guy comments on it, like, unfollowed. But And then he, he basically just starts shitting on the fact that the stick is curved and saying things like it's never going to work. And don't you think Bauer and Easton have already thought of something like this? And he goes 90 comments back and forth with the Elevate Hockey account on this thing. And it's just like, it was freaking blowing my mind. And what, how is this guy, this guy's basically, his whole stance was like against innovation, like, and these guys go back and forth talking about, like, oh, yeah, if Edison had your attitude, there wouldn't be a light bulb. And it was just ridiculous. And all I got to say to this guy is just, like, dude, why do you care so much about, like, this company failing or not failing? Like, 
it's a curved hockey stick. It's a cool idea. I had a great time trying it. Like, why do you care so much? Is your, does your dad own Bauer hockey and you're like scared or something? Like I just couldn't figure out why this guy was spending literally two hours going back and forth with the elevator hockey account, like trying to prove his point. Like, get over yourself. People don't like change and some people are just grumpy and that's, that, that's both of them. Um, I don't like to throw this word around, but that guy sounds like a real jabroni. I would say, I would say the reason that companies like Bauer don't have sticks like that uh, is because they're scared of guys like this, this jabroni that I just mentioned. Um, Get him. Freaking out about it. He couldn't handle the curve. Like, like I'm not, I would be kind of hesitant to use it too, but to just base your argument on it being that Bauer never put it out. Like Bauer's put out a lot of trash products. They put out a lot of great products. All hockey companies do, but you got to push. You got to try, right? Like, did you guys ever see that? What's that fucking stupid movie? Ford vs. Ferrari. Did you ever see that? No, I didn't, dude. I'm a Chevy guy. Yeah, well, you got to push the boundaries, dude. That's the bottom line. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. If you're, not, if you're not trying to be better, then you're going to be worse. Dude, the kid's just a dick. <laughs> like all innovation is. Like, every startup is trying something new. Like, what? You're just, like, against new ideas. Baffles me. I just, I, I'll just continue this because we're going to go back positive vibes. Thank you, Dale, for addressing the controversy. Uh, roller hockey, dude. I don't know what's going to happen with the ranks. I'm itching to play beer league. I thought I was going to play summer league too this year. I talked about this on the podcast. There's nothing I like more than walking out of a cold rink at like 8 o'clock on a summer night, and you just got out of the shower. You got some like flip-flops on, about to ride home with the boys, and it's like a perfect summer night. Summer hockey is the best. I will die on that hill, and that's why the playoffs are going to be great. My point being is if the rinks don't open because of what's going on, like, I got to – if start if stuff starts opening up, I got to, like, start, like, a makeshift roller hockey league. We did it when we were 15 years old. We can do it again. I think adult roller hockey leagues need to come back in a big way. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. I got a text this morning at 9.50 from Eric Greenway. Roller hockey in Scotia tonight, 6 p.m. Spread the word. No morning? Yeah, so it's roller hockey – Actually, Dale, if you want to start doing that, every Sunday they're doing roller hockey down at Collins Park. I'm in. Roller hockey's back. That's huge. Um, It's not the same, dude, and I don't know about you guys. It's something about, like, because I – first off, I wear outdoor wheels, but there's something weird about the roller hockey rink sometimes that kind of throws me off a little bit. Like, like my stride doesn't feel the same. Do you know what I mean? I just hate not having the feeling of 100% knowing that I can stop. Like, that fucking freaks me out. So what do you do? Yeah, but I mean, at least it's supposed to have those boards, though. You can, you're not going to run in that hard. You can bounce off. Yeah, but like, I, like hockey, you're just so much more controlled. Like, if you want to stop on a dime, you can stop on a dime. And I, I think some roller players can. I, I just can't do that. I think it has to do with the wheels. Like, there's wheels designed for that for, for, for that surface, and there's ways to do it. I haven't invested the time and the money in the wheels on the. Let's go. Let's go down next Sunday and play. Yeah, all right, cool. We can totally do that. That was, that was our beer league roundup. Um, now we're going to get into our Dominic Moore's Heroes and Zeros. Hey, fans, this is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. All right, here on Zero Time, here we go. My hero of the week goes to fishing, dude. Uh, I'm getting a boat at some point here in the new future or near future, so I, I spent a lot of time on the lake this weekend, and... 
the one thing I like about hockey is no matter what's going on in your life, when you go to the rink and go to play a hockey game, all that shit goes away at least for an hour and a half. It doesn't matter how good of a day you're having, how bad of a day you're having. When you're at the rink, you're literally just playing hockey, and that's all that matters. And it's a weird thing in your brain, but, like, you literally black everything else out. I get the same enjoyment when I go fishing. When you're out in the middle of the lake with nobody around you, dude, and it's mano y mano, it's you against a stupid, dumb animal that you're trying to get to fucking pound on your lure, dude. And it's just, I don't know. I love it. I love drinking beers, catching rays. I'm, I'm fucking bronzed right now. I don't know if you guys can see this or not, but bronzed. And uh, Kissed by the Sun Gods, I p- might end up naming the podcast this. Uh, so that's my Hero of the Week. Just uh, catching rays, going fishing, quality outdoor time. I just, I love being outside in the summer. So Hero of the Week, fishing. Yeah, that's fair, dude. I did. I started to do my first, uh, my yearly, you got to start with a burn. Uh, You got to go no sunscreen at first. You got to get your base burn. Let it burn down with the skin peel. Now you're going to work. I'll play. Remember that song by Usher? (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, it's no confessions, dude. That's a good song. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm with you on that, though. I think fishing's great. I wish I did it more. Uh, and I think a lot of states like relax their laws too. If you're someone who wants to go fishing, I'm pretty sure like a lot of states made it free to get permits and shit like that this year. So is that real life? I know it is in Maine. Uh, I don't know about where you are, but it's something to look into. Uh, my hero of the week. I think this is right up Dale's alley. That's why I brought it up. Jim Montgomery, you Maine hero, former Dallas coach, got fired earlier this year by the Stars when they were like playing really good hockey. He's a great coach um kind of came out of nowhere people were kind of speculating turns out he has alcohol abuse issues that was Uh, the worst time when that happened because that was that was during the time that people found out that coaches used to be pieces of yeah 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 right it was during what type what type of racist fucking homophobic thing did jim montgomery do and it's like nah i just hit the bottle too hard yeah so i mean he he's battling his demons he still is but he basically came out and said that he deserved to get fired and he's working on it and it sounds like he's doing all the right things um i don't know i think that's just good news a lot of negative news with coaches and shit this year and someone who actually is like being accountable wants to be better and get help i think is awesome and i hope he comes back to the league because i mean he looked like an nhl coach i think it would be dumb not to hire him it'd be cool if he if he ends up back with dallas next year yeah remember those quotes like sagan all of them said they thought they were going to play for him for like the rest of their careers like He put quite an impression on them in a short amount of time, so I agree with that. Yeah, so th- this actually transitions perfectly into my hero of the week. Um, Jim Montgomery, everyone deserves a second chance, especially with alcoholism. I think he, I think he deserves to get hired. Um, my hero of the week is the History Channel miniseries, Grant. I'm a descendant of Ulysses S. Grant, so it's been really cool to learn about Ulysses. Fun fact, he was – fired and removed from his position for alcoholism in the Mexican-American War. He was given another chance during the Civil War, and he used that struggle within him and being unemployed and um, that dark time in his life as motivation to, uh, you know, do rise to the ranks in the Civil War, ultimately becoming the, Did they like interview him? the lead general. There's a history miniseries. That's my hero of the week. It's a three-part miniseries, six hours worth of Ulysses S. Grant content, and it's he's got he's kind of had a bad rep in you know history of being an alcoholic or not the best president and stuff. So this miniseries you know paints him in a 
way better pitcher in a light of, you know, the general that he really was. He was a mastermind in military strategy. Yeah, I mean, if you're the commander, he was the commanding general that won the Civil War. Like, he won the Civil War, which is insane, which is really cool. Here's my issue with Ulysses S. Grant. I'm just going to put this out in the open. If you're a former president and you won the Civil War, why are you retiring in Wilton, New York? Like, why, why did he choose that spot, dude? Like, right, so he had throat cancer, and he was living in New York City. Mark Twain, a friend of Mark Twain. Ever heard of him? Caught, yeah, ever heard of Mark Twain? Cottage up in um, Saratoga County. So Wilton, New York, Grant's Cottage, wrote his memoirs, had to give his money back to um, his family. Wrote his memoirs, spent his nine days in Saratoga, New York. You can go visit it. Grant's Cottage, nice plug there. Is he related to you? Yeah, I'm related. I don't know if I said that. It's kind of a flex, dude. <laughs> All, right. All right, that was a good hero. Dale, why don't, you're kind of heating up right now. What's your zero of the week? I, I don't really have a zero. I guess it's just, it's just this. I, I couldn't really think of anything. Nothing really. I, like I said, it's a positive podcast. I've, everything's been pretty good except for that one, that one kid who commented. He's my zero. Yeah, I guess I pumped you up, I, but I set you up. I apologize for that. I'll go, I'll go zero. Henderson Silver Knights the, is the name of the Golden Knights AHL team. Just got announced. Um, I just want to throw this out there. Like, be more like, be more original. Come up with something else. That's all you got. The Silver Knights. Like all like, at the end of the day, I understand they're your AHL team, so they're less superior. But you still want to be the Golden Knights if you're in the AHL. It's like you're the civil like. The Silver Knights, I think that's clownish. Um, I'm really reaching here. I just hate Vegas. Side note on that, though, I looked up the town Henderson. It's a suburb of Las Vegas. It looks sick. There's like a, you can tell there's like a man-made lake and just like golf courses aplenty. I'm not really a Nevada guy, but not the worst spot to be in the AHL. I don't hate Nevada, dude. I'm just not like a desert guy, dude. I like water. Not either. Wasn't that where the Bunny Ranch was? <laughs> that's it. I think that's like Reno. I could be wrong, though. Nevada, though, right? Yeah. Air Force Amy, man. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> All right. Ken's a, Ken's a Nevada fan solely because of Air Force Amy. You aren't. Uh, my zero of the week goes from working from home, dude. I loved working from home, but I just had an absolute dog shit week at work this week. And I don't know if it was the actual amount of work that was going on or if it's just because it was so nice out. All I wanted to do was go outside. Like, I get kind of stir crazy just st- spending the entire day in my house like maybe i just need to start breaking up my day and like going on walks and stuff but um zero of the weeks being cooped up inside i think yeah dude that's tough i don't um i've been lucky enough to have to leave for work for the last couple of weeks so it's been uh kind of nice like the weather turned and it's definitely the right time um but at the end of the day you just got to remind yourself that no matter where you are you're still going to be working so if you just like work in those breaks you'll be good True, dude. It's just, it's different. It's different taking breaks at your house than it is when you work at the track in 202 with your best bud. Like, those breaks were legit. But, (laughs) um, all right, guys, three-star time. Take it away. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. All right, three stars. We talked about potential hub cities earlier in the in the podcast, but now we kind of want to break down what our favorite hub city would be. So, three stars. My third star, Martha's Vineyard. This is where we will be having Hal's bachelor party. Uh, this The beaches will be open. DJ Zumi is confirmed. Uh, and I don't know. There's a rink on Martha's Vineyard, and I would like to visit it when we go there and see what it's about. But I think it'd be kind of cool just to, like, 
catch rays, play hockey on an island. You don't have to worry about people coming in and out of it. You could shut down the ferry if you really wanted to. Like, I feel like that'd be a cool spot. Third star, the vineyard. Not a bad idea, dude. I like that. I'm going to go different for my third star. Uh, I'm going to go Florida City, Florida. I chose Florida City, Florida. Uh, Yeah, it's a real city, apparently, because there were 2,276 violent crimes reported for every 100,000 residents in in 2017 which is the highest national crime rate. Um, I think if I'm in the playoffs, I want to be in a warrior mentality mindset. I don't want to be leaving the house. It's hockey, 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 always on edge. Uh, so that's what I want. I want to feel it. You want to be scared to not leave your house. <laughs> no, dude, I just want to feel alive. I want to feel like I'm at war. You know what I mean? Like I want to be in the trenches. It's like when I play Call of Duty, like I – if you play Call of Duty or video games, you can't be listening to, like, upbeat music because, like, you're at war. Like, remind of what you're doing. It's a mindset. It's a vibe. Bada bang, bang. Yeah, dude. Feel that. That's what I got. Third star, Florida City, Florida. Yeah, third star. I like your, your call with Martha's Vineyard, so I'm, I'm kind of got an island vibe. I'm going with Prince Edward Island uh, up near yeah, Nova Scotia. That'd be kind of cool. I just think it would be sick to just get everybody together, like, on an island. Shout out Cousin Eddie. Eddie Remember Cousin Eddie, how? Shout out Cousin Eddie. Probably the original uh, outside blogger, uh, the voice of the Maple Leafs. He was great. He was awesome. I hope he's doing okay. I haven't talked to him in a while. Who's uh, that? Who's Hal? Who's the rapper that used to rap about the Maritimes? It's unreal. Classified. Classified. Thank you. Uh, that was sick. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one, dude. Uh, My second. My second star is Odessa, Texas, the home of the Permian Panthers. I'd uh, enclose Ratliff Stadium, put a rinky rate in that bad boy, dude, and just let the boys go to war as if everybody's gone to war on that on those hollowed grounds for years. So, uh, Odessa, high school football, NHL hub. Great one. My second star is San Diego, California. Um, I would also accept Anaheim. I'm just looking for uh, SoCal vibes. Shout out, Dan Diego. Uh, Fever Boy Rex, who's, I think, back in San Diego now. Just a perfect place if you're a hockey player. I was just talking about getting out of the rink on a summer night. Can you imagine getting out of the rink in San Diego? Unbelievable. I also threw an Anaheim there just because they have an NHL rink. Um, and it's like Laguna Beach, places like that, are just like the suburbs right away on the coast. I mean, you're living the high life. Fucking love Laguna, dude. <laughs> Dale, what's your second star? We're going wilderness for this one. What about Jackson, Wyoming? Get out, out over near Yellowstone, get the four-wheelers out, get everybody out, watch some rodeos at night. In the summer, you're outside. Jackson, Wyoming. There's definitely, there's, there's definitely not enough rinks there, but Idaho Falls, Yellowstone, Salt Lake City. Dude, instead of hotels, you could just rent cabins. Be sick. That'd be fucking unreal. That's a good one, Dale. Uh, my number one star is Honolulu, Hawaii, bitch. I just uh, I want a little bit of you know a little bit of the luau going on with with the with the necklace delays. Is that what it's called? Like the potato chip? Yeah, I mean, I think I think Maui might be more your vibe, but Honolulu would be sick too. Um, to be honest with you, I said Honolulu because at that point in history, that was the only place I could know from Hawaii. But Maui sounds legit. <laughs> is there, they're like, is there a Baja Hawaii? Because that'd be pretty cool. Just where there's the water looks like Baja Blast. Baja Blast Hawaii. That's where I want my NHL hub center. That should be a, that'd be a town. That'd be a sick town name. I would live there. Um, shit, I guess I went the opposite way. This is kind of like Dale's second one. My first star is Mystery Alaska. I was just thinking 
And I don't think this is the right part of Alaska, but if anyone watches Alaskan State Troopers, which is electric television, um, you know, there's places in Alaska where it's cold year round. And I was just thinking about like a vibe like Mystery Alaska where it's the summer, but they're playing pond hockey up in Alaska. Um, I think that would be sick. So number one star somewhere in Alaska. I like Alaska a lot. <laughs> yeah, Dale, you're the last one. It's your first star. All right, we got the U.S. Virgin Islands. Get get all the divisions, <laughs> like bounce around from island to island, um, based on the yeah the divisions and the rounds there. I don't. Know. It's as south as you can get, pretty much. So. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you, dude. I like don't even understand the U.S. Virgin Islands. Like, I don't, I don't get it at all. I understand Puerto Rico, but like the U.S. Virgin Islands are not like are they the United States? Is that like Guam, dude? Yeah, it's a U.S. territory. It's uh, St. John, St. Croix. But there's the British Virgin. So, but there's also the British Virgin Islands, right? Isn't that yeah, right next to it? I don't really know either, but it's a territory. Do you, you think during the Revolutionary War that was talked about, like the whole peace treaty? It's like we get these islands, you get these islands. I don't know. There's literally an island right near those islands, and it's just called the settlement. That sounds sick. That's where it should be, dude. <laughs> the hub is the settlement. The settlement is the hub. And you you don't even know what country it's in. It's just literally called the settlement. Yeah, I think it's British though, so I think I take it back. It'd be cool if it wasn't anything, and that was literally just like everything the settlement. The yeah, wasn't, well, wasn't UFC talking about, like, just trying to, like, find a random island? Like, that would be sick if it was the yeah. NHL. I know, like, that would never happen, but they just found, like, a small-ass island. What was the island job Rule tried to do his thing on? <laughs> Fire Island. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. Fire Fest, yeah, dude. Fire Island somewhere. I don't know. I feel like that's, like, Virgin Islands area. I don't I don't know, dude. Boy, I, this might shock you, but I'm not really a tropical kind of guy. I would like to be. just never got the opportunity. <laughs> it would just be sick if somebody somebody like some huge hockey fan or one of us or anyone really made it like huge and put a couple of rinks on a island down there it would be cool dude it's like maybe 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 one day um but that was this week's podcast do you guys have anything else no dude i mean I, it's good to be back i hope we have more information I don't know. We've been doing these podcasts like once every like two weeks. Do you guys have any interviews or anything coming up? Uh, we have a couple. I don't. I don't really want to announce them just because I don't know when the the dates are going to be. But they're uh, they're pretty good. We'll be back, dude. I mean, I I I just wanted to let our fans know. Usually summertime, we disappear for like four months. Like I don't get no one hears from me. Okay. I think we're we can't take a vacation. So just think about the podcasters too out there that are still going to have to. You know, work during these times. Hell yeah, dude. We put out three blogs on a Sunday. Yeah. about us. Think about the lightning and the hurricane saying they don't want the playoff format. Do you think we want it? Well, I mean, we do. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have to put well, this in, too. Don't think about us. It's not just all on you. It's on everybody. Yeah, dude. Carolina and the lightning, dude. A couple tropical storm teams that just don't want fucking fire, dude. I don't know. But all right, that was this week's podcast. Smell you guys later. All I do is stay focused, looking straight forward at the world and beyond. I feel people pulling me down. I feel some pulling me up. I can't get stuck. I just keep moving forward. I got places to go, man. Let's go. When the Yamakitians start get trained, I like how we got our